You are listening to the There Is More podcast with Sean and Simone Bracken, available on all streaming platforms with new episodes every Monday morning. All right, guys, well, welcome back to the There Is More podcast with myself and my amazing husband, Sean Bracken. It feels like it's been a minute since I have given this intro, and it has. It's actually been a couple of months, and uh, you guys are going to just be hearing our heart uh, in this episode, in the next episode, where we've been, what's been going on, what we're hearing right now. You know, we're just in a season where it's like we're hearing God say some stuff, and it's what we need more than ever. We need Him more than ever, and we're we're just diving in. We're jumping in and talking about what we're hearing right now in in our spirits in this season and what we're experiencing. And yeah, where we're actually jumping in today, um, Sean's John's just diving in straight into talking about what he's hearing, and we actually dived in, just pressed record, and started talking before we even did an intro. So I'm actually doing this intro after we've already had this discussion. But I want you guys to understand, um, you know, where, where you guys are coming in at in this conversation, because really this is just us rawly sharing our hearts and what we're hearing right now in the season. And so that's, that's where we're diving into this episode today. We are in a generation where our voices are being smothered by other voices. We're being canceled for being mighty. We're being canceled for being bold. So in this generation, what do we need to see God become? Because he's something for us in every season. Sometimes he's different. Sometimes he's the healer. We need him as healer. We need him as, as comforter. We need him as provider. But in this season, we need him as mighty because we need a mighty move. Mm-hmm. Like, We need God's mightiness like no other to restore the boldness back into people. We need to be mighty again. And we can never be mighty under a leadership of sensitivity. So under God's leadership, right, as kingdom people, he is our true leader. We need him to reveal his mightiness so we can actually reveal mightiness. Because if he doesn't reveal to you, we can't become anything. So when God reveals something to you, you can become that. So it's all based on revelation. Everything we do in life is based on revelation. So if God's not revealing anything right now, or anything to you in particular, like in seasons, if he's revealing that he is the provider, what does that make me now a provider? Because he gave me a revelation of that he provides. So now I believe I can provide. So in a season of where people are trying to smother your voice and make you weak, what do we need most? We need God's revelation of his mightiness and his boldness and strength. Why? So we can become mighty again. We could become bold again and strong again. Because without the revelation, we can never really put it into practice. We, can, we can't put it into the actual art of doing it because we 
haven't seen it. So when we see God do something, we can actually now do it. So I've been hearing in my spirit over and over because just like I said, God's something different for us in every season. And you might be listening right now and you need a healer. He's the healer in this season. You ask him, God, what are you in this season? And what I've been hearing is I'm mighty. I'm mighty. And I've never heard that before. So as he reveals his might, his mightiness to me, what does that make me? Now you can become mighty. Now I can become mighty and overcome what's being thrown at me. Right? So the key is to listen and to gain revelation. We, this is how we grow in life by seeing something done. And what are we seeing in the world right now? We're seeing people that are mighty become canceled, become slaughtered. Why? Because there's a war against it. Correct. So as we see the true leader reveal might, what is that going to make the world look like? Mighty again. And that's supposed to be modeled from the church. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But the church falls into the trap as well. Mm-hmm. Of really taking on what the world's feeling. If the world's feeling one way, we should be asking God to reveal the right way of thinking about what's going on in the world. And we bring the change. We are the agents to the world. We don't live in this world. We, 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 we live in this world, but we're not from this world and we're not of this world. We're from a different kingdom. And what is that kingdom speaking right now? And that's what our job is to press our ear to heaven and hear what God is speaking. And And I've been hearing the word mighty. Who are you, God? I'm a mighty God. Hmm. I'm a mighty God. So I believe we're coming into a season of mighty miracles, of mighty change, of mighty transformation, of mighty transfer of wealth, mighty healings. Like we're going to see mighty miracles again in a way we've never seen them before because it's, it's, it's time. We've been suppressed long enough and now God's recognizing that his people aren't mighty. He needs to be. And as he becomes mighty, what happens? His people become mighty because they gain a revelation of who he really is. And I believe that's where we're going. And I think what he's looking for is for people to cry out for that, for his might. Correct. So, yeah, obviously this has been a season for us where, you know, we like, there's been a lot, a lot thrown at us. I feel like, 
um, you know, obviously we've been gone for, for a couple months and we're jumping back in. Um, you know, Sarah was in the hospital. She was struggling with seizures. You know, it was like one thing after another, after another has been thrown. It's life. It comes in like a hurricane sometimes and, um, you're going strong. And then all of a sudden it seems like everything just gets, it just gets what's that word uh, upheavaled or disheveled you know it just it feels like there's just been one thing after another that has come in to try and distract and suppress that's what i really feel like this has been and and that's what we're you know we're kind of talking about um today and, and even probably into the next episode is just where we're at what we're hearing about this season right now what what we're um we're you know, working through and, and, you know, looking ahead to and getting refocused on. And I know I've been feeling like this, it's just been a war to suppress, a war to distract, a war to get um, people, I feel like just really like sucked into just an emotional apathy, a numbness. uh, And even like, I don't even see the point of doing these things that I once burned for even anymore. And even jumping back into the podcast, it was like, I feel like we could have let another distraction and another thing go. And it was like, no, it was almost like a, I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's been like a fight. Like, no, we have to get back in. We have to do this. Like we have to. And, but there's been this, this, this like lurking thing, just trying to say, no, just, just succumb, just be numb, just, stop burning for things like I don't know if you can like speak to that but that's just what I've been feeling about this season so this whole revelation that you're sharing about God's might and his mightiness like that so is hitting me right now because that is the solution that is what we need is we need a mighty move we need it to be loud we need it to be louder than the the voices that are currently echoing in our world of doom and gloom and suppress and you know have nothing to look forward to have nothing to hope for. Um, I feel like we're up against that. We're fighting. We're fighting for something right now that matters. And there is a war against that fight. Yeah. And I think the push right now, listening to a lot of people that are in despair, you know, the root emotion I believe is hopelessness. You know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So being in the position we are in the world, there's a lot of deferring of hope. And after a while, once your hope becomes deferred over and over and over and over and over again, it's very hard to dream for more. It's very hard to reach for more. It's very hard to get yourself revived again and on fire to go after something great again because you are in a hopeless state. You are in a frequency of hopelessness, which really the outcome of hopelessness is going to be what? Stagnation. It's going to be flat. You're, you're not going to have any energy to even want to do the things you used to do because you're in such a low frequency of so much hopelessness, of so much pain, of so much jargon, like garbage being thrown at you constantly. So much confusion. 
you know that one of the main things the enemy is good at is what? He's the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. So in our world right now, we are in mass confusion. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know if we're going to war. We don't know if we're going to into a recession. We don't know if they're going to give more stimulus, if they're going to inject more money, if, uh, if, if we should take money out of a bank. So if we should, um, you know, they just hire, they're going to tax us more. <laughs> 86,000 yeah. IRS agents. Are they going to tax us more? Do we, what do we do? Are they going to get rid of the dollar? Are they going to destroy the dollar? Are we going under, under a one world currency? Like there's so much being thrown at us every day and social media is to blame as well because you know before that we didn't have access to this much information now we scroll through a year's worth of information in about 20 minutes and what happens it leaves us confused why because one person saying we're going into a recession another person saying we're about to boom the other person saying this this is stocks going up this stocks going down this is what, this is how you overcome mental health. No, this is how you overcome mental health. No, this is what you do to get healthy. No, this is what you do to get healthy. Yeah. There is absolutely no clarity mm -hmm. anymore in our world. Yep. No clarity. So how do you gain clarity? That's the word I've been hearing is clarity. So how do you regain clarity mm -hmm. in a unclear world? You have to stop. You have to stop. You have to breathe. You have to rest. You know, rest is something we do not do. When we wake up in the morning, what, what do we do? We grab our phones. We scroll through Instagram. Right away, we stimulated our brains. Our brain now is super stimulated and activated the moment we wake up. Right before we go to bed, what do we do? We scroll through our phones. We look at Instagram. We look at like about 25 videos, 30 videos, and our brain's stimulated. And now we try to go to sleep stimulated with information that is not even true. And we go to bed with this kind of information and it causes what? A cycle of confusion. We're trying to find the cure. We're trying to, to find out what to do with the economy by going to the wrong sources. And what happens when we go to the wrong source for clarity, we get what? More confusion. And that, I think that's where our world's at in a whole is confused, confused and hopeless. Because mm -hmm. if I can get you confused, now you don't know your identity because you rely on sources you don't even know. You're getting advice on marriage from person you don't even know. You're getting financial advice from a 15 year old that, that is 15 years old from YouTube that you don't even know. We're getting all this advice constantly from people that are just as confused. It's like the, the blind leading the blind. Mm -hmm. What happens? Eventually you're going to fall into a hole, into a trap. And that's where we're at in our world. We're in a trap. We're in a hole. We're in a dark place. 
So what needs to happen? We need to see God move. We need to see the mightiness of God's hand overtake this dark place that our world is in. Mm -hmm. And it's really an only act. It, It really, how we overcome this is by an act of God. And I think, you know, he, he does give his people time, but at, at, at a certain time, right, just like your child or, or anyone you love, you're going to let them fall. You're going to let them keep making mistakes. You're going to just keep letting them, you know, letting them learn, letting them learn, letting them learn, letting them learn. Just like the other day, you know, Cash was riding around in her Jeep <laughs> and she would constantly hit the rock and not know how to reverse. So what would we do? Every time she hit the rock, we as loving parents would go pull her away from the rock and let her go around again until she hits the rock, right? But there's a point where it's like, okay, you need to learn. Put the dang thing in reverse (laughs) and learn. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where God's been with us. We need to learn. And obviously we haven't, so he's going to have to come pull us away from our rock, mm-hmm. from our hole that we've put ourselves in by being confused and hopeless. So we need a mighty move of God. We need God's mightiness like no other in this season. And, you know, I believe that's that's what's coming. So, yeah, that's where I think we're going to end it today in this conversation. Um, We're excited, you guys, to be back, to be jumping back in. We've missed you. Uh, I I just feel like there's so much in our hearts for this season. And thank you for bearing with us during this time that we've stepped away and, and, you know, not intentionally (laughs) stepped away, but had to step away and have really, you know, had to rest and get refocused. In fact, that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. Um, but I just want to say thank you guys for hanging with us, for being such a supportive community. And we're back. We're excited to you know get back into your guys' ears, into your homes, into your cars, wherever you listen to us. Um, but we love you. And that's going to do it for this episode. We'll see you guys next week. 